the Aural Malpractice podcast contains material not suitable for most audiences. Listener discretion is advised. If you are a child or easily offended, turn it the fuck off now because we don't have time for your bullshit. Time traveling to give Hitler fleshlights and porn. It's the Aural Malpractice Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Chris, uh, one of the Aural Malpractitioners, and I'm here virtually with Dr. Dr. Josh. Dr. Josh. And <laughs> Dr. Tom's here too, but he's a little confused. <clears throat> I don't know what's whoa, going on. Whoa. Are, are you okay? Dr. Josh, are you all right? Yeah, there's this virus going around. I don't know if you've heard no. of it. Oh, no. No. Which one? As it turns out, Kenneth Copeland's attempts to eradicate it from the earth were unsuccessful. What did he try to do? Um, He went on TV and shouted a lot. And Oh, shit. Yeah. That usually works. Yeah. yeah I mean, typically with those kind of things. Yeah. Right. Maybe you didn't shout loud enough. I, I don't know. I don't know. The shouting isn't what it used to be. Who's Kenneth Copeland? I don't know. Um, Does anybody know? Some TV preacher. Oh. I well, I suspect he's a lizard alien. That, so he's like that, that other could be guy. The case. In I my mean, experience, yeah. people who are, are uh, how do you put it, complete charlatans are often... <laughs> uh, aliens? Yeah. They're often from races of aliens that basically thrive off of grifting on on other planets. Oh, okay. It's a thing. Okay. I gotta take your word for it. Yeah, and we definitely want to dive more into your expertise with aliens in, in a little while, but um, I, I just want to catch up a little Is bit. Is Joel Osteen an alien? What do you think? Probably. By this logic, I mean, if I'm following the logic here. I think he was a greedy human. That could I be mean, too. there are greedy humans, right? Or are humans perfect and everyone else is an alien? Am I an alien? Before we get into the... Hold on, I got one more question. Okay. If you have a possession by an alien, like take for example, like just some alien burrowed into your brain while you were sleeping one day at a Motel 6 because it was the cheapest hotel and you didn't know it was run by aliens that possess people by... This is awfully specific. No, it's not. There's a lot of Motel 6s on this planet. Anyway, if this particular one was perhaps um, being run by a bunch of aliens who have a parasitic section of their life cycle where they have to burrow into your brain and in that time they're controlling everything you do, does that make you the alien? No, because aliens aren't evil spirits or ghosts. What you're saying is, though, that if there's a physical alien being that then burrows into your skull and taps into your brain... We can go with that. That's not necessarily 
possession as much as it is hijacking. It's a pretty cool movie. That's yeah. called a parasite. Yes, it's called mm. a parasite. So I believe what Dr. Tom's question is, is if there's an alien parasite that takes over your body, are you responsible for the actions you're taking while the parasite uses you to get their message across? Isn't that what habeas corpus is? I don't know a lot about law. If an alien parasite robs you of your free will, then my guess is that you're probably not going to be held liable for that. Provided you can prove it in court. Right. What if you intend... I mean, most of hold the time, on, now I, I got a question. Okay. What if Go you ahead. intended Go to ahead. prove that there was an alien parasite burrowed into your skull that was causing you to do horrible things, you brought it into court, but then you got arrested for bringing in the pickaxe that you planned to use to open up your skull in front of a judge? Well, I, I was going to make the point... It's possible that they could declare you innocent post-mortem. Post-mortem? Yeah. Not posthumously. <laughs> There's also the thing that, or it, or this is, this is humorously. Yes, yes. The more realistic does that situation, have something to do with the is, arm bone? Maybe, but the more realistic. Or does situation that just is mean they, you died in a funny way? Chris, stop interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck both of you. Look, I have a fucking bit here, okay? Fuck both of you. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that chances are, if it actually is somebody that is infested with an alien parasite, they're not even going to make it to prison because you know what? They're somebody, somebody else that is part of the alien parasite race is going to sneak into prison, have them turn off the security cameras, and make it look like the person hanged themselves. Okay, fine. Okay? All right, all right. You, you just, uh, we'll go with that, Mr. I know everything about alien parasites. That's fine. My whole thing is that if it doesn't affect me directly, I don't give a shit. Okay. So, um, Dr. Tom, how, how are things at your camp? Uh, okay. Uh, it's going one step at a time. It's not a camp anymore as much as it is a staircase. Well, that's a real <laughs> left turn right there. You said one step at a time. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, fine. I'll give you that one. <laughs> it works. But what I was going to say is we are handling things one step at a time. It's no longer a camp. It's more of a commune. I don't know what state we're in. I think we're in America. Either way, nobody's looking for us. So I've pretty much claimed the land. Um, it's mine now. But what we're working on is, like I said, I want to start my own sovereign nation. So we're writing code of law right now. Um, we're trying to do the Hammurabi thing because I felt like that was the easiest thing to at least start with. So, you know, that whole eye for an eye sort of bullshit and just about every punishment is somebody either has to sell their donkey or they get stoned to death. So, I mean, it's cool. It's simple. It's easy to understand. And uh, I'm trying to increase the severity because I feel like the beginning steps of building a nation are always a little tougher than maintaining it further down the road. So instead of an eye for an eye, it's more like an eye for a tooth. So if uh, I get a toothache, I pull someone's eye out. Yeah. Or if somebody kills your brother, they get executed. But if somebody kills your wife, they have to give you money. Um, I'll take money. I'll also take their wife, but only if she's a hot girl. Otherwise, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let them keep their wife 
and then I'm going to find them another ugly woman, and then they have to have two ugly wives. Oh, what I'm saying, though, is that, and I think this probably would work quite well in the overall sort of, uh, shall we say, ethos of your camp, is that in the Hammurabi code of law, some people were worth more than others. Yes, Wargeld. And you could definitely make that work with the whole liberal arts social justice deal that you guys got going on. Uh, some people are more equal than others. I, I, you're right. Yeah. Right. And obviously, Dr. Tom is still um, at the lowest or rather highest point on that totem pole because Dr. Tom is clearly. No, 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 no. The, the, and let me finish. OK, the, Dr. Tom is still the largest victim yes. of this group. Yes. Period. So there's no there's no getting around that. Exactly. As long as I can be the greatest victim, I can rule the rest of them. Yeah. Dr. Josh makes a great point when it comes to creating a hierarchy of who is better than who, because that's a sensitive topic and you got to be really careful with these people. I have to be so careful with these people. I actually can't say the term these people to these people because they get offended by it. Mm. They assume I mean something that they're latently thinking all along. And I just have to kind of, I'm not trying to walk on eggshells. But once my law is codified, I'm just going to stone a lot of people to death, so it'll be fine. I'm just hoping I'm not going to be the only one still alive by the end of it. I think you should create quotas for, like, the number of people that they need to dox online. I'm writing that down right now. And so long as, again, you you have to make sure that you're you're careful, like, not to offset your your own victimhood in, in this like if you're stoning people you don't want to you don't want to stone too many because then they'll be like oh he's a tyrant and you're like no no i'm the victim i am just exacting justice for the wrongs that that you and society have well, you know yeah. enacted upon me yes yeah uh, quintessential rule of stoning it's like when you're stoning people you either stone one person or you stone all the people you can't stone two or three because then the rest get upset. Right. That makes sense. Have Have you found enough uranium yet or no? I do not want to disclose that. Okay. I don't know who's listening right now. If life has taught me anything, it's that urology is a very complicated science. Ooh, ooh. So, Ouch. Especially when you're doing it at home. <laughs> do it yourself urology tell you what i think we have a new you may have just named this episode lots of radiation <laughs> that kills the nerves it did not get bigger that's all i have to say <laughs> superhero physics do not apply <laughs> to dicks still three and a half inches got it okay did the dick shrink and the testicles just grow and you just had like this giant eagle's nest sitting down in your crotch uh no uh everything just got cancer <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the the i the iodine injections after the fact were not helpful <laughs> testicular iodine injections great show title okay <laughs> i think you just made hold it. on say that one more time chris <laughs> testicular iodine injections yep, that's it <laughs> Anyway, um, that'd be a great uh, news headline. Local man did not get superpowers. <laughs> okay, commercial. Tune in Saturdays at 7 p.m. for America's favorite cooking show, Cooking with Adversity. 
Join world-renowned chef Alexei Fedichinsky, who just so happens to be blind, deaf, new plus, phobic, and Polish, as he takes you on a tour of his home kitchen. Uncut, uncensored, unassisted. It's a new adventure every week as Alexei goes above and beyond his disability and cooks adversity. This week on Cooking with Adversity, Alexei shows us how to make an amazing beef wellington garnished with grilled asparagus and some deliciously creamy scalloped potatoes. It's Cooking with Adversity! The previous commercial was probably offensive to the blind, the deaf, the mute, all citizens, and color students. Parental discussion would have been nice. Oh my god, those assholes need to remix that. But it sounds like a good show. It sounds amusing. It, it, it sounds fun. And I, I actually, there's something I wanted to put out in the beginning um, before the commercial. But uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up about the last episode was I did think it was good. And we did some cool stuff with it. But it was a little bit problematic on the financial perspective. So the thing is, is without the revenue that we normally get from I, our I commercial. I think you bring up an important point that brings us to a, a good segue. Dr. Josh's very entertaining and non-consequential story uh, from last week. Uh, okay. Dr. Josh, I have a lot of questions for you. I'm not going to lie. Maybe one. Okay. I, I'm still processing this being referred to as non-consequential considering that I discovered the greatest musical talent in a generation, but I'll let that go and allow you to ask your questions. That's fine because you lost it because Dracula. Dracula's an asshole. All, all I'll say is that there's more to the story. Okay. To borrow loosely from a well-known movie, at no point in your rambling, long, extended audio experience did you come to anything that resembled a cohesive response to the question. What movie is that? What happened to you over the past six years? And like the entire thing was just one big lead up. I don't know what movie you're quoting. I, I'm not direct. I said inspired by 12 angry men. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I mean, I thought it was showgirls. Jo Dr. Josh. I, or that. Yeah, sure. But, but I'm just saying 12 angry showgirls. I'm just saying, like... It, <laughs> I'm writing that down right now. That's a movie mashup. I'm glad I got to learn what you were doing right before you disappeared. But uh -huh. at the same... What? I will say this, Dr. Josh. Um, I, I did take away something... In fact, many things that were useful and entertaining and informative. For example... Did you know the Tascam DR05 can be connected to a PC using its audio USB audio interface mode without complex configuration or audio driver installation? Just plug and play, and you too can have a podcast of your very own. Plus, with automatic peak reduction, you're guaranteed not to drown out your other podcast partners in the process. Did you cold read that or did you leave the stutter I in did there? cold read that. I practiced several times oh ahead God. of time, but I did cold read it. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't the transition. So there were four stutters beforehand. Got it. <laughs> Dr. Tom, let's go to your question. What's in space food? Uh, I, Whatever food you eat. Have you never watched Star Trek? You were eating space food. Uh -huh. You just, well, do you just... 
Um, when you're in space and you're eating food, you just not care what you're eating. Yeah. Uh, How many trans fats are in one serving of space food? I don't really pay attention to it. I just walk up to um, the device that makes it for you and tell it what I want. I think it also depends on what planet you're getting space food from, because there are some planets that just have, you know, an extremely high saturated fat diet as a necessity for how their bodies operate. And we here on Earth, our bodies operate very differently than other you know, bodies in the universe. So I think it would depend, you know. Dumb. Her name's Rhonda, by the way. I'm writing that down. My my personal robot assistant. Oh, and she's a robot. Wait, are, yes. You Wait, trust a robot that, are you being to give like, you people food? You know, racist against robots here? No. I just know robots are fucking stupid. I'm pretty sure that would drop your qualifications on the victimhood scale there. Dr. Chris, there's no robots in my camp. That that could be a law, actually. I'm writing that down right now. Ugh. That could be a law. If you're a robot, you'll be stoned okay. to death. I got it. Or I get to pluck out one of your eyes. She wouldn't hurt me. I probed her. I programmed her to. <laughs> Wait, you probed her. I'm sure you probed her. <laughs> you programmed her to do the yeah. exact opposite of hurting you. I understand now. It's complete and abject uh, adulation. Man, space is awesome. Yeah. Why'd you come back? That's not one of my questions. <laughs> I who says I, who says I came back? <laughs> okay, gotcha. Well, we are talking to Dr. Josh over the internet. There's no way of knowing what transpatial device he might be using to talk to us. I've never had someone talk to me with a transpatial device before. <laughs> Is that made by Hitachi? It's a device that used to identify as a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, Josh, it sounds like that device sucks. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That was a joke that you just made. <laughs> oh, wait, I did think of a question. Oh, good. <laughs> if I paid legitimate money, could Duck Ripples come and do a gig, like a corporate gig or something like that? You know, I, I just really think that Duck Ripples is awesome. He's retired. Okay. You just oh, answered one of my fuck. other questions. Why do all the good comedians either die or just like retire early ducks have a low life expectancy what's the depth of influence that planet earth has on outer space so our ducks don't talk but we have ducks dracula reality shows mondays a half asian country singer and a club host who's familiar with confederate history i want to know what the correlation is is earth the center of the universe uh no let's just say we're quirky okay other creatures in the galaxy know things about Earth. Earth stuff might be fashionable, perhaps. Yes, but there's a general acknowledgement that we are, at best, lesser life forms. <laughs> Thank God. I did think of one other question. Dracula's reality show was from... Transavantalist 4. Is, is that the same location where Hilda the Nasty Bitch is from? It's very complicated. But it sounds like she'd get along well with the Dracula Come to My Aid Society. I have a feeling that Dracula has enough bitches to manage. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula has enough bitches to manage. Bitches, 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 bitches,
witches. Is outer space Dracula the same as Earth Dracula? I've not to this point found out. Huh. See, that's intriguing. TBD. I think I just have some concern for uh, Scooter. The song that he sang got stuck in our heads for days, and it kind of was inconclusive whether he he died at the end or not. I, I, I think I think it's crystal clear, Doctor Chris. Uh, to be honest, I I do think Scooter died, but um, wouldn't he come back as a Dracula though? Or or maybe a vampire? I like a Dracula. That's kind of what I meant, but yeah. What's the plurality of Dracula? Drac Draculopods? Draculi? Drac- Draculi, yeah. Well, Draculons. I mean, look, Judge John Hodgman is the one that has that has standing here, and he's the one that uses John the Hodgman. term Dracula is he for the, all vampires. the cancer so. guy? No, that's John Hopkins. Never mind. And let me tell you from experience, that John, <laughs> John Hopkins guy is useless. <laughs> Otherwise. <laughs> oh, shit. You just went down a dark, dark path, sir. Yeah, no, I, I I will tell you the answer to your question about Scooter Lee McGraskill. I can say very definitively on the issue of whether or not he died. The answer is maybe. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> um, but you had mentioned you had sent me something, yeah. and it's a little bit cryptic here. So I could could you let me know? Well, this was really interesting, and you know because I I, I still am working as an intergalactic music manager, and I'm still interested in Scooter Lee McGraskill and finding more of his music. Hang, hang on, Doctor Josh. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, interrupt you, except that I did. Um, I had another question about what you have already told us. Is it okay if I tell it now, or should I tell? Ask it no, later. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Um, how does a n- nightclub function on a gas giant? Warnbopolis is a platform city on the gas giant. No, okay, that's my fault. I, I just missed it. Yeah, if it wasn't like a real thing, like it would almost seem like I was ripping off from the Cloud City Bespin from Star Wars. I suppose, right? But it, it actually is a is a city okay. on an actual gas giant. The, the difference is this is real. Are you an alien? Technically, I am because I didn't grow up on Earth. I grew up on the tough streets of Velodian 5, if you don't remember. Does Dracula need a helmet to travel around in space? Yeah, just, I don't, I don't know if he breathes. I don't care. Are there Mormons in space? And if there are Mormons in space, does that mean they were right? Where the fuck do you think they came from? Mormons in space? (laughs) That actually makes perfect sense, because who else would put, like, gold tablets in the middle of Utah? There's no gold tablets. It's just reptilian charlatans. Well, the people that talked to Joseph Smith were evidently reptilian charlatans, but that doesn't mean there aren't space Mormons. Okay, uh... if you take a very manipulative reptilian who has a really out-of-control fetish for women in prairie dresses... Nice. That's the kind of situation that you wind up in. I have another question. <laughs> oh, no. What are Kolonskians? You'll find out. I have another question. What is the difference between the Tascam DR05 and the DR05X besides that one of them is discontinued? I know the answer to this. I have another question. 
the Tascam DR05X can actually allow you to do edits on the fly on the device itself. It allows you to overdub pieces that are actually uh, you know, bad on first level of audio capability and recording and quality. I was just going to say that the X stands for extra features. Okay, I have one more question. How long did it take you scrabbling around space to become a talent agent? And actually, you know what? Disregard this one. You came from space. Uh-huh. So, okay. I, did. I can I can actually scratch that one off. I can scratch off the next one. I feel like a lot of your questions arose from perhaps just details that you missed when listening to the actual story. You never said what flavor space food was. Well, I don't know. You tell me. What what flavor is food? <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Just because you put the word space in front of food does not mean that it changes food. But if you're in space, then it's space food. How hard is I this? I have another question. In space, can you not taste food? No, no, no. Dr. Josh, I I think there is one valid point here. Okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I was just going to say Willem Dafoe. Look, they say that they actually... (laughs) Fuck you. Anyway, um, like, for example, airline food, they intentionally make it overly salty because of the air pressure. You are speculating based on an incredible amount of ignorance. Well, unless, of course... I mean, I could try to explain it if I could get a word in it. No. I have another question. How the fuck can all the food in space be grown on Earth? I have another question. You de- you already said that your other question was the last question. Are you question. the press secretary of the United States? Let me circle back around on that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was perfect. I still have another question, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't have a tab in my binder for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> How the hell did you record Scooter's reunion with Brenda Reed, the bite and the blowjob? Jesus Christ. I was watching a TV show, Tom. He Go back, and t- go back right? and listen to it. Space TV is weird. I did not realize that. <sighs> Look, Dr. Tom. I, I Listen, I had the Tascam TR05 rolling at all times i happen to be sitting with vonda eating space food what flavor shut the music off chris this music is bullshit shut the shut it off oh come on (laughs) the dracula reality tv show came on and i happened to record the entire episode i have another question do you ever think that dracula has ever showed up the wrong place because someone said dracula come to my aids and he just met some dude with aids all right so this clip that i have of scooter I happened to find another recording of Scooter Lee from the time period of everything that happened to me running up to being abducted by the Kalonskians, okay? Very important contextually for the rest of the story, by the way. I found this recording, and it's actually, if you can believe it, a matter of public record related to a court case. Weird. I thought it was interesting. You kind of get to see him hitting rock bottom. I thought you guys might appreciate it, and it might be a nice add to you know everything we've been talking about. It gets you in his head a little bit, you know? Why am I terrified that this is an extension of the blowjob? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Wait, the blowjob to like a country no, no. twang. 
I didn't know. No, How do you no. blow somebody with a country twang? A blowjob to country music. This is not a director's cut, if that's what you're implying. <laughs> How do you add a southern accent to... Mm, mm, oh, oh, oh. Okay, you figured it out. Never mind. <laughs> that's definitely getting cut out and used somewhere else. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and clip. system is not covered by the First Amendment. Now stop playing and let's go. Kiss my ass, Tim. That's bullshit. You know it. That's a booju white bitch drinking rosé singing a Target. Y'all wouldn't be doing shit to me. But when the situation involves moonshine, Walmart, and half Asian, y'all get a hard on for justice, don't you? I know your parents. Farthest east your oh family trees branched in the last hundred years is Knoxville, Kentucky. I'll kill you for that. Taser deployed. I think Scooter was killed again. No, no, he was just tased. They just tased the shit out of him. At Walmart. Yeah, that's a cell phone recording from somebody in the store, by the way. Ah, that, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? I got to say. This, that's why it's got that arena feel. I but, understand that now. But it was yeah, still yeah. amazing. I would have wanted to hear the rest of that song. It's a good one. I thought he was just sitting on the toilet singing to himself. Have fun trying to get that one out of your head this week, guys. You're a son of a bitch. I both hate and love Scooter so, so much. It, it, it's I like Scooter. He, he speaks from the heart. Un- unfortunately. He's a guy that could take all the testicular iodine in the world, <laughs> and he would just keep rooting and tooting and shooting. Yep. He doesn't let life get him down. He let Dracula get him down. <laughs> uh, we do. He definitely let Brenda do it. <laughs> well, Brenda went down. That's the thing. Anyway. Because uh, she sucked him off. Yes. With her mouth. Thanks for staying the obvious there, you asshole. While while he was bleeding out. She's a trooper. All right. So, uh, hopefully the the next... Sex sent me to the galactic ER. I'm sorry, Dr. Chris. Go ahead. No, no. Do do continue. Have you ever ever watched that show? No, I think I need to, though. I watched an episode one time, and it was... uh, This lady was trying to steam her vagina. Oh, he's steaming. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and um, the problem is that the bowl she used for it was the same bowl that... What's going on? What, what was that? 
oh, I just have a, a command on here so I could bleep everybody out at, and basically kill everything. Oh, okay. Well, stop doing that. <laughs> Anyways, I, I was... Um, so basically, she she's steaming her her uh, her hoo ha right, but yeah, the problem is that the bowl, the bowl, the bowl that straight up the ass, the bowl that she was using. If I could continue, <laughs> no, her husband had had used it like the day prior to make chili. <laughs> oh, and it had, what it the had fuck? like it had like raw jalapeno peppers in it, or no. some like really hot pepper, Ooh. and you didn't wash it out good enough. So Uh-oh. the steam that went up there had capsaicin in it. Yep. And she ended up in the ER basically like soaking her vagin milk for like Hello out there, all you hot <laughs> girls in podcast yes! land. Yes! Hi, it's me again, George, the guy who takes your photos. <laughs> it must be really, really hard being such a hot girl, and I want to make your life a little easier. If you come down to George's photo parlor, I won't only take your pictures. I'm also gonna do your laundry because you're too hot to have to wash your own underwear. So let me do it for you. I love washing the underwear of hot girls. That's right. George's Fluff and Fold is now open for business. Uh-oh, here's a fresh, fragrant load of laundry right now. Let's have a closer look. Oh my God. This pretty lady sure has been eating a lot of artificial sweeteners. <laughs> Let's check out another one. Ooh, I think this hot girl was ovulating. I oh. hope she uses protection. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my. This hot girl has a, p- a penis. What a surprise. But that's enough smelling hot girl's underwear for now. I'll get back to that later. At George's Fluff and Fold, your health is my number one concern. I make sure your clothes come back clean and uncontaminated. That's why I wash everything completely naked. And every article of clothing must pass a rigorous sniff test. (sighs) Yup, this blouse is all clean. Oh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh no! I'm gonna have to keep this G-string for a little bit longer. So come have your garments lovingly laundered at George's Fluffin' Fold. Because I wanna fluff you and then fold your underwear. Oh, George. Oh, shit. George will cream your panties. I don't think your underwear is coming back. I'll be honest with you. I think you'll get all your clothes back except for your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's not jump to conclusions. It seems... It's, no. no. He seems like a nice guy. It's ambiguous enough. He wants to help people out. He's got just a little, being thorough. little business going on. He's just it's got to be hard being a hot girl. And, I get it. And he's look, he's good at what he does. I mean, he can pick out, you know, the problems, you know, by scent. I mean, that's a skill. That's a legitimate skill. You know, it's not a skill I want, but it, it's one that he has. <laughs> Dr. Tom, you had a lot of questions for Dr. Josh earlier, but I have only one question for Dr. Josh and I. Hold and on. That is what I, I, have a, I, have, I have a question about George. Derailed. Go. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry, but I need to know. No, you're not. If George um, does any work in the area of um, evaluating bathwater quality, he does now. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Now that you fucking interrupted my fucking Sedway. Okay. Yeah. Let me just try this again. Uh, Dr. Josh, you need to stop interrupting Dr. Chris. I'm sorry. That's, and, and it's rare that, that this is, this is a weird reverse situation. Yeah, well, it's a weird reverse situation. Very Normally I'm the and one I that apologize. does the interrupting. Yeah, I, I get that now. To you. I accept your apology on behalf I accept of Dr. It Chris. as well. Yes, thank you. Specifically. No, you don't need to because I already did. Yeah. That's great. Let me just say specifically, I just want to apologize for cutting you off like that. No, it's fine. It's just fine. Okay. With that question I, I had about the bathwater. <laughs> and George. Anyway, moving on. Dr. As you Tom were saying. A, Dr. Tom. Go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. I don't say, know that I Say your piece. <laughs> Dude, you do the editing. <laughs> this is your hell you're creating. <laughs> The only, the only solace that I have. This is all staying in. I'm not editing <laughs> nice. any of this part. That's even better. <laughs> the only solace is that if I really get desperate, I can mute both of you fuckers on the board. And <laughs> Dr. Tom, you had a lot of important questions that you had for Dr. Tom. But I believe I that we have really only one important hey, question hold on question hang on show let and it let is, it go okay which is worse all right dr tom ask yourself a question yeah go all right ahead. i got a question for myself <laughs> All right, my question for myself, me, Dr. Tom, being the person asking you the question, and then Dr. Tom, the subject of this question, I want to know which is worse. So let's put it out this way. You go out on a Tinder date, Dr. Tom. 
And first off, you use Tinder. Jesus fucking Christ. That's how desperate you are. Most of the time, you'd rather fuck a goat, but you, you do what you do, I guess. I don't know. You got excited. Anyway, you were on a Tinder date, and surprise, surprise, you hit things off. You met a girl. You like her. You had a good time with her. Things are going surprisingly well. You got that magic point. They invited you over to their house. And you're a little nervous, but you're happy. You like the person and you think things are going to go really well. So you're on the couch. You're watching her favorite movie. Uh, It's So I Married an Axe Murderer, but we're not going to get into that. You're thinking you're going to get lucky tonight. You're drinking wine. You're having a good time. You run out. You're out of wine. You're both out of wine. You realize that at the exact same time. And she looks at you and she says, Oh, I got more wine. It's in the fridge. Um, This is your first time in her house and you're going to the fridge. You're going to do your thing. And you walk over there. You step over. You go to the fridge. You open up the door. There's blood everywhere. There's blood all over the fridge. There's severed human hands, fingers, feet, fucking heads, everything in the goddamn fridge, and there's all kinds of nasty shit just all over the place, just blood, human remains, whatever, just all kinds of garbage just inside of the fridge. And I want to know which is worse. You do that. You do this exact same story. So let's roll the story backwards right before the point where she asks you to go to the fridge to grab another bottle of wine. You go in there. You crack open the door. Everything's nice, clean, orderly, but you definitely notice a lot of really suspicious and strange-shaped packages, all organized, all labeled. So while you're pulling out that bottle of wine, you just read one of the labels, just out of curiosity. And the label says, Irving Johnson, 22, stored January 5th, 2022. And then you read another label, and it says, Bob Smith, head, And that's all it says. All you know is this cannibal is much more orderly and much more methodical about how they store and collect their meat. I want to know, what do you think is worse? Finding out you're dating and falling in love with a rampaging crazy cannibal monster or a sociopathic organized cannibal monster? Probably... The second, it would be worse. The crazy, like the really like disorganized one, they'll be more predictable. They're just acting primarily on passion. So they're not going to be as methodical in planning things out. And so you can actually like have a chance to either get laid, get to the cops or kill them before they kill you. The second one, if they're that organized, if you're in their house or apartment, you're dead already. How do you know if they don't just like you? Maybe you're the exception to their human eating rule. Look, I feel it's- like you would be a bad friend <laughs> to anyone who is even like remotely vulnerable <laughs> to to these type of people. Like a girl would come up to you and be like, "Listen, you know, my my boyfriend is showing all of these weird signs that he might be engaged in some sort of illegal behavior. You know, he's really obsessed with me. He keeps talking about how he loves me so much that he wants to beat my head in with a hammer. And Colin's response would be, how do you know that he doesn't just really like you? Maybe he doesn't have any hammers. 
<laughs> Look, yeah. Um, worst friend ever. So you're saying the second is worse. The the one where it's the OCD person, correct? Yeah, okay. that one's worse for sure. I I disagree with you. And the reason I disagree with you is probably due to the amount of alcohol in my bloodstream right now. But I disagree nice. with you in that if they're that organized. Now, look, I'm not a cannibal at this point in time. You know, <laughs> it's not that. a life choice. It's not a life choice that I've made. That being said, if somebody's a cannibal and they've that methodically put stuff out and labeled it, the chances are they know the parts that are best and the specimens that the best parts come from. So, you know what, if I wanted to be introduced to cannibalism, uh-huh. chances are they would be the best person to introduce me to cannibalism. So right. what I would probably do is grab the bottle of wine somehow, like move some of the stuff around, make sure that I methodically put it back in exactly the same place, bring the bottle back and say, hey, you know what, like you have a really good cataloging system there. I'm curious, how did you come up with that? So that way, I think the disorganized... You know, the fact that they can't, they are a cannibal is disturbing enough, but here's the thing. If I'm not a cannibal and I'm looking to get out of the situation safely, the best bet is for me to go back with the bottle of wine and act like there's nothing wrong. So you're going to play coy. Uh-huh. Exactly. And you know what? Maybe I'll say, hey, you know what? Like, I've never tried cannibalism. Maybe, so you've always maybe... wanted to be a cannibal. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I could go to that person and have a good way of approaching it to where (laughs) I could get out of the situation. A good way of approaching cannibalism. I'm writing that one down. A good way of approaching getting out safely. I love that you're in this fantasy land where you're like trying to trick them into thinking (laughs) that you didn't see their fridge. Like if they wanted you to see, I saw the fridge. If you saw that shit, they wanted you to see it. Well, no, uh, I saw the fridge. Probably so that they could see the terror in your eyes as you try to talk your way uh, out of it. Apparently, so you've done exactly what they want. Apparently, you can't fucking listen, Josh. I saw the fridge, and I'm complimenting them on how well they did uh-huh. organize it. They're going to orgasm twice before they kill you. Yeah, so now... That's fine. They, they, but, they but know that you know, worse, and look, you're we, flattering them on top of it, well, which look, is going to make them want to make... Look, the whole experience lasts longer. Look, that's your opinion. You don't know how this situation would turn out, but the point is, is oh, that yeah, you're asking. No, feel free. You're, you're no, the no, expert. No, no, I'm not saying I'm the expert, but you're not either. This is not our. <laughs> this is not your field of study. But the point is, is that no, it's, either way, it's and it's not my field of mostly study. Mostly just common fucking sense. But yeah, move well, on. <laughs> whatever. We'll fucking move on. I'm saying that yes, the worst part is discovering that they're a cannibal to begin with, regardless of whether the OCD about it or not. I think the OCD part gives me an edge. I think we all disagreed on that, but you've made the case. The, the, the OCD part gives me the edge is what I'm saying. So um, I would say the non-organized cannibal is worse because I might be able to play into the OCD edge to be able to get myself out of the situation. And if not, okay. look, let's be honest. We're fucking dead anyway. Regardless of which one it is, you're right, Dr. Josh. I'm not going to say you're wrong in this case. You open up the fridge. She wants you to see that shit. So either way, you're fucked. So you nope. might as well try to apply to the no, fact no, no. that she is OCD. I was talking OCD. about the organized one specifically. The disorganized one might not have thought through the entire plan. So you have a better chance of escaping because they've not 
figured I, out a way of keeping you from being able to leave in the first place. I, I might have misunderstood the question, but to me, the question was... <laughs> really, you think? I feel like I need to clarify the question because I'm the one that asked it. If, if you really want to summarize a lot of that stuff, remember, you're falling in love with this person. One of them is a cannibal, but they're an impulsive um, cannibal. I am not a cannibal. Tom, yes? This conversation has gotten out of hand, and your original premise no longer matters. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one's a complacent cannibal. So maybe they're just so used to just having human flesh in their fridge, they don't care if you see it. They don't even realize that it's a bad thing. Maybe they're just socially awkward. Like, an autistic cannibal is still a cannibal, obviously. An autistic cannibal is still a cannibal. I can feel the equity. <laughs> Just the, the whole vibe. You use the E word. You know what I mean? Like, listen, guys, autistic cannibals are still cannibals. All right. S- sidebar. I can actually fucking see this now becoming a thing. Like, well, you know, what if I identify as a cannibal? How is that a problem for well, anybody? It's not a problem like, if you're autistic. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying in general, like, you know, how dare you judge me for my lifestyle? Um, I mean, I'm not saying yeah. me personal. I'm saying hypothetically, like, you could use it as a, a as a thing in today's socially. I, I think the biggest thing, though, is just don't underestimate people on the spectrum. They are fully yeah. capable of being cannibals, <laughs> just like everybody else. Okay, so I will say I partially misunderstood, like, slightly. But at the same time, I will say I still lean towards the OCD one because I'm fucked either way. I'm going to get eaten. I'm going to get murdered and eaten. No, that's not true. I would rather- What if they like you too? What if they just want to just let you join their cannibal lifestyle and just you can hang out and be happy, loving cannibals and have a bunch of cannibal babies and they can eat the kids at their daycare, whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. I don't have kids. Um, and, you know, <laughs> you guys just live a happy life and it's just it's your identity. Long story short, Chris wants to go with the organized cannibal serial killer because he's convinced himself that he can reason with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Maybe. Okay. That sounds good. Look. So which look, cannibal serial killer are you going with? I'm going with the disorganized one because even if I was in love with that person, that would be like, look, maybe it's just me, but cannibalism... <laughs> That's really a deal breaker for me. In real life, if I were to have a Tinder profile, <laughs> that would be in there. You're, you're going to have a Tinder profile, no cannibals? No cannibals. However, <laughs> if I found out that that person was a cannibal, I would want to go with the disorganized one because the reality is I would be going back into the other room and murdering them immediately. Or I would be sprinting out of the apartment as fast as I could. If they're organized, I'm dead already, <laughs> no matter what I try to do. Ah, ah, I see what you did there. Chris, the silver-tongued orator, may be able to talk himself out of it. I, I lack those skills. I mean, he is the one that does the ad <laughs> how, So, like, how, I get it. <laughs> no, this is a different thing. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, it, you know what? That's true. Dr. Josh, I'm, su- I'm suspicious of your motives. Not being eaten by a cannibal motives. is not a very suspicious motive. Chris, Chris, no, if, no, no. You, if no, you are I'm questioning my motives because no. you're losing the argument, then I think perhaps you belong in Tom's camp. You might be a cannibal. No, 
No, I, for a social I, it's justice not because warrior. I'm losing the argument. We could disagree here and I'm fucking fine with it. You, you know what happens if you're a cannibal in my camp? I pull out one of your eyes and eat it. <laughs> Let me explain why I disagree with you. I think that your deal is that you are actually a secret cannibal <laughs> and that what you're doing is secret you want the cannibals. disorganized person so that you can go and murder them and then yeah. eat them. You see, I'm looking for a stable relationship, so at least I hope, I can hope that maybe I can woo this person by complimenting them and, and whatnot, so that I actually them? love them and, and want to commit to them. I think you, on the flip side, are looking to have a disorganized cannibal so that you can go and murder them. You see, I have the chance of knowing that they're going to be cannibal. behind me and and turn around and know that she's there with the knife and try to catch her ahead of time be like oh that's so cute you were going to try to murder me here's the wine let's go enjoy this with the you know some some forearm or some some thigh or something but in the meantime you are actually going to go and murder the person and then enjoy them on your own you see that's not love well i said i'd murder them or leave like run away yeah but you're going to murder Ew. them and enjoy that's my that's my theory is that you're a secret cannibal. Chris obviously holds the moral <laughs> high ground here. Are you enjoying murdering? That's just that that is way beyond the question. By merit of the fact somebody's that a he secret was cannibal. The argument, so he made some shit up. Well, that's that's your assertion. I don't necessarily <laughs> yes. believe that your <laughs> yes, assertion Chris, is correct because uh, because you know clearly arguments of, of uh, from assertion <laughs> have nothing to do with anything you just said. All I know is there are secret cannibals everywhere, and I will be much more careful in the future. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you never know when, exactly. when someone might out themselves by winning an argument okay. with you. <laughs> so, so, Dr. Tom, at this point, Dr. Tom, we're going to turn around the question on you. Uh, how would you answer this situation for yourself? Oh, I would hang out with the complacent cannibal. Okay. Okay. Um, I think they'd be all like, you know, you come back, you'd say, you grab that bottle of wine and you say, Hey, by the way, I noticed you were a cannibal. And they'd be like, Oh, ha, ha, ha. they'd brush off. They'd be like, yeah, I'm a cannibal. Sorry about that. But I love you. So let's enjoy this movie with this bottle of wine. I'll go eat what's in my fridge. And then that could be your last date. That's fine. She hasn't been to your house. Okay. Just get a new internet profile. Right. Stay off of Tinder. If anything, that's the best lesson of this whole thing. I agree. Don't go on Tinder. Yeah, don't go on okay. Tinder. That seems like a fantasy world, but at least you don't see yourself as some sort of messianic figure who stands high above everyone else in terms of their morality. No, they can live their life. And can also well, reason with a serial killer. They're not a serial How do you even know they killed the people in their fridge? You don't. Maybe they true. hire someone yeah, else to yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, all I know is that is a person that I'm actually very fond of that loves human flesh. So what? Yeah, exactly. You like what you like. You know what I like to do every once in a while? Sometimes I like to go outside and water my garden. All right. Anyway, listen. If the yak cheese is shorter, that's a, and it's the same I'm amount of blood. I'm trying to move the show forward in a logical manner. Fuck you. 
Hello everybody, and welcome to another summer of fun times and exciting consequences. But before the dog days start barking too loudly, what better way to work off that shameful winter flab than giving it all you got at the Shady Willow Fitness yes! Club? Get that perfect beach body you've always wanted. And throw your old one into the nearby Quantapusa River. You heard that right. Your favorite child care providers who always take murder very seriously have been so successful that they've expanded their horizons. Now we want to dip our calloused, gangly hands into another important part of your life. Keeping you healthy, active, and physically unstoppable. Shady Willow Fitness Club is a forward-thinking place of exercise with a focus on improvement and not judgment. Feel free to come to our facility ready to work out in any way that makes you comfortable. It doesn't matter if you like to get to business wearing surgeon's attire, a hockey mask, a clown suit, or even just an apron made of human skin. Your unique personal identity is yours to enjoy and our little secret. At Shady Willow Fitness Club, our focus is on functional strength through practical conditioning. We are firm believers that practice makes perfect, so you can practice now before sloppy execution leads to sloppy executions. What? Here are just a few examples of some of the unique and rewarding workout programs available to you at Shady Willow Fitness. First off, what better way to build real strength than with real physical activities? Feel free to swing our real-life sledgehammers, axes, machetes, and chainsaws as maniacally as you would any other time your neighbor's dog tells you to do it. We have plenty of tools and space for all of your wildest, craziest hacking, chopping, stabbing, filleting, or even just strangling while thinking about your estranged mother. And let's not forget about kettlebells. We have a full rack of heavy iron for you to practice your swinging and lifting skills. This kind of training is the perfect simulation for carrying large, heavy objects and then throwing them into the nearby Quantaposit <laughs> River. Just remember not to throw out our kettlebells. Save that motivation for other stuff. And we always practice safety so you can practice safely. Unlike real life, our workout tools will never be covered in blood, brains, or other viscera that may risk a training injury. You have enough to worry about while doing your job. Let us give you some relief. So don't delay. Ask your child's Shady Willow caretaker about our fitness program and they'll give you all the details. And the next time you're shot putting a 200-pound van into the nearby Quantapusit River, you know who to thank. Shady Willow Fitness Club. That one makes me a little uncomfortable, I'm going to be honest. I feel like, uh, I mean, it's Shady Willow and their daycare is good, right? If you, for some reason, like what you're hearing here today, uh, you can leave us feedback. Feedback at auralmalpractice.com. That's A-U-R-A-L malpractice.com. And we'd love to hear your listener questions. We know that we love them so, so much, and I'm being cynical here. So... Uh, by all means, please yeah. no, send them. It'd be great if we had gotten yes. to one. Uh, we got a couple. Yeah, we, we have several. No, if we yeah, had gotten well, to one. Oh, that's true. Yeah, well, we, we didn't. We had a lot of questions to ask in this episode, Dr. Josh, and they were all important. <laughs> I have another Clearly. question. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you guys just want to do a Q&A just because? No. Okay. I'm about to fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> so... Until next time, this is the Arm Malpractice Podcast, for better or for worse. I'm Dr. Chris. I'm Space Dr. Josh. I am probably Dr. Tom. Arm Malpractice. An autistic cannibal is still a cannibal, obviously.